We're live. All right. It's it's basically E3. We're like in it. It is basically E3. Welcome to ba the basically E3 episode. Not the official yep. one, but the basic yeah, next one. week we'll do like, you know, our usual like rundown all the news, the actual E3 episode. But this week we're going to do some predictions, which are exciting. Yep. I, f I figured maybe we'll do that like after the news segment because yep. a lot of that way we can kind of cross things off like, OK, well, I don't need to predict this because, you know, we just talked about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, John was supposed to be here, but apparently he got insanely sick at the last second. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we did ask him to send in some predictions for us to read, but he didn't. So, hey, if you're listening, John, you still got time. Send in some predictions and we'll, we'll read your predictions on the air. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't count. It's true. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't happen. <laughs> yeah. So um, unless he can provide at a later date a video of himself with the the current present day newspaper. Yep. That's and his prediction. That's how that I'm done. not going to believe it. And if he comes at me and says, like, I told you so, I'm not going to believe him. Yeah, that's how it's done in movies and stuff. So, yep. Um, but yeah, before that, um, what's up with you, man? Oh, not a whole lot here. It's been raining a bunch recently and it's been super nice and cool. But other than that, it's just been like crazy hot summer. I was going to say, rain sucks. Oh, it's cooled um, everything off here, though, especially because of the like the fires and stuff going on it's made it less smoky it's been nice right i did see a lot of the the smoke for sure uh it got real hot down here which i'm liking quite a bit mm -hmm. um it's it's gonna get up to 31 this weekend oh can't man. wait to be in an office <laughs> not enjoying yeah. it <laughs> yeah no kidding um so i'm a little jealous about that but anyway it's it's getting nice and hot here which i i do like yeah that's cool um I guess kind of progress moving on to things that the show's about. I went and saw Godzilla King of the Monsters. Oh my God. I heard that's such a garbage shit show. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Oh really? But okay. I, I do think it's not great. This is basically how I, how I came out of the theater with, <clears throat> I think the like average review score is, was around like 40 ish. I okay. think that's about right. Um, here's my two takeaways. One, the monsters are awesome. When the monsters are fighting, it's real cool. They look great. They sound really good, like big and menacing in the theater. They do a real good job of just being like, oh, these two giant monsters are about to just like hit each other so hard. And I am here for it. So I love the fights. Yeah. The fights are cool. Okay. Any scene that involves one of the three family members, the main characters, which I guess are in the, the last movie, 20, uh, Godzilla from 2014. I just completely forgot about any character in that movie. Yeah. Um, so it, the mom, the daughter and the, and the father, anytime they're on screen, I don't like the scene. And unfortunately they're the main characters. So they're in 75% of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Great. So that's, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, but it's weird though. Cause like my girlfriend was asking me like, well, Hey, should I go see it? Should I go to the theaters and see it? And I I don't know how to answer this because part of me says, I don't think it's a good enough movie for you to like go out to the theater to see it. I think sure. this could easily be like wait for it to for it to hit Netflix or to be like, you know, a three dollar Amazon rental or something. Totally. Yeah. But the parts I do like the battles, mm -hmm. it is I think those 
are excellent in the theater because they're so grandiose and, yeah. and big and noisy and the sounds they make of like, you know, when Godzilla's powering up, he sounds like a weird, like, like electric engine revving up and stuff. And like the audio and visual of the battles are very cool. And I think that's a great theater experience, but that's only like 25% of the movie. So yeah. I don't know how to recommend this movie because I think you will miss out on what the highest highs can be by not going to the theater. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird scenario. This is a problem with like all kaiju movies really is that it's kind of, it's kind of like you should if you care at all you should go and see it in a theater because the thing it does well is the thing you want in scale. Um because like even the thing you go to a Godzilla movie for is the moment where he does a nuclear breath attack. The first time he's seen and like maybe if that's basically it, honestly. And then anything on top of that is gravy, whatever they do with them. So those moments are better in a huge giant theater for sure. The problem is, what do you do with the other two hours? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you wait. <laughs> it, it's weird. Yeah, ex- exactly. You just wait for the next fight. That's that's basically what you're there for. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I really like Kong Skull Island. So I want this movie to do well because I want more of that. Sure. Um, yeah. And they're in the same universe. Yeah. And they keep hinting at stuff's going down on Skull Island as well. And, you know, they keep they keep like because and they've already announced Kong versus uh, Godzilla is happening. And I want that to keep happening. I want to see that. Um, so, I, you know, I'm sure this movie, w- I hope this movie does well. I, but yeah, they, there's, there's my recommendation. Okay. Uh, I will also, I got another movie I want to, want to talk about real quick. Sure. Uh, a Netflix movie uh, came out called Always Be My Maybe. Okay. This stars Ali Wong, Keanu Reeves, and the Asian guy from Ant-Man. And the wasp, the cop guy. What is his name? I don't know. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to even picture him. I think it's Rand- Randall Park. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Which, um, Daniel Day Kim's also in there for a little bit. Um, okay. And as a Lost fan, I'm just always glad when Daniel Day Kim shows up. Um, uh, always maybe. So it's on Netflix. I would recommend it. It's a romantic comedy. Okay. I think it falls a little too in the cliche sense of some romantic comedies. Um, but there's a lot of really good jokes in there. And Keanu Reeves is only in about a quarter of the movie. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, does he steal the show? Because he plays himself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. everyone's like starstruck around them. But he's not just playing himself. He's playing like <clears throat> the idea that like the meme of himself, like on Twitter. Yeah. So he's all just like super like down to earth and like like so kind and stuff but like it's it's really good um so if it, you know even if you're not a romantic comedy fan but you're a keanu reeves fan i still think you should watch always be my maybe but anyway it's pretty good i do like I that recommend guy. It. and again it's it's uh it's uh, netflix so it's free again ali wong from um toucan birdie yes so there's a lot of there's a lot of good star power in here <clears throat> yeah there's some good names in there actually yeah, so I would recommend that. That's a that's a good time for sure. Uh, the Keanu Reeves part, man, just I keep thinking back to it and it cracks me up. It is very good. 
Cool. Did I talk about Booksmart on this show? No. Oh my god. Yeah, I um we tried to go see it actually last weekend. It's playing in two okay. fucking theaters in Calgary. And it Oh damn. And like when we went to the theater, we would have had to wait three hours there to just like wow. go see it. So we're like, let's Did you go see something go. else? No. Nah, because Detective oh, okay. Pikachu was four hours from then too. So it's like, oh, oh right. I guess we're going home. <laughs> right okay well why would you why didn't you just go to the theater at the appropriate time we were out already oh i see okay yeah. that's a bummer uh book smart's awesome yeah like, out of all the movies i've been talking about go see book smart uh that's great that is super funny it looks good like I'm, i want to see that one so bad <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah movies like that you know uh, love simon eighth grade you know teen teen romantic comedies are they're they're very funny mm-hmm. uh they do it they do it for me so book smart very good there's my highest recommendation cool um but yeah we should start talking about video games because there is so much to talk about it is ridiculous true um it's june 6th this is the top down perspective and i'm sean booker and i'm paul fleck let's do this yeah and once again john's not here because he's sick hopefully he'll be back next week and we'll talk about the show um before we get into e3 stuff uh let's talk about what we've been playing paul why don't you start us off okay i am okay i started off by checking out a game called fade to silence do you remember this one at all i think they showed it as part of like of a demo reel and maybe a Sony event or something for a moment. It's the one where there's like, no, I was going to ask, like, should I remember this game? There was like a monster in like a blizzard. And that was kind of like all they showed of it. But basically what this game is, yo, have you ever played a video game? Because this has every, you might've heard of one of the things in this game, like open world, uh, an open world map. Like survival elements, like crafting, like base building, like Dark Souls, like combat, like it has just everything in it. And in a this this release trailer was from 2017. Is this an old game? uh, I don't actually know when it officially came out. Let me just take a look here. Yeah, initial release date December 14th, 2017. Sure. So I was playing this. And this game is going to be hard to talk about because I can't recommend it. But I kind of love okay. things it's doing. Um, this is from the Gianna Sisters people. Yes, that's right. That's weird. Oh, also, Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on top of all of this, it's a roguelike. So there's that Well, as they did well. make a game called Rogue Stormers, so I would assume they're all about rogues. Oh, Rogue Stormers. I actually did play that one, believe it or not. <laughs> I think. Yeah, a buddy of mine and I played this. That was not very good. I guess it was originally called Diesel Stormers. Oh, that's even that's even a worse name somehow. No, it's not a worse name. Diesel Stormers is better than Rogue Stormers. Diesel Stormers is at least a little more unique than yeah. Rogue Stormers. Yep. Rogue Stormers is one of those like you know, we put our ha- our hand in a hat of video game terms. Totally. Came out with Rogue Stormers Squadron Elite. Totally. You know? Agreed. Um, oh, boy. How to talk about this game. Okay. Imagine, if you will, a janky Breath of the Wild. All right? Okay. 
All right. Set in a snow apocalypse with eldritch demons as your main enemy instead of bokoblins or whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. This doesn't now, sound terrible. Now, if you die three times, you have to start over again. Be like three from times? the beginning. Yeah. Okay. It has base building elements, so you need to collect wood to build bases, and you need to collect followers to like build that stuff for you while you're out doing other stuff at your base. Okay. Um so it has like weird mobile time mechanics in it, like, oh, this will be built in like six hours because you're building a hut or whatever. This is this is making me think of like state of decay. Sure, that's think of a janky state of decay. <laughs> I mean that's just that's just state of decay. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't want to belabor the point too much. Basically, what the thing that is interesting about this is that it has some really good ideas in it in how a roguelike can be done, especially as like a survival game, a survival RPG or whatever. It's just kind of janky and not quite there enough to make it a fun gameplay loop. But it has the seeds of an idea that like the next company that is competent will be able to take some of the good stuff from this, pluck it out and put it in a game that makes it revolutionary, that stuff. And I think that's interesting. Um, playing it is kind of annoying because you have to find, like, a grove that isn't, like, doesn't have, like, eldritch goo shit all over it. And then that's where you'll cut down trees and have survivors come and, like, haul away the wood or, like like, farm there, basically, while you're doing other stuff. Um, and also, oh, I guess one of the things that really, like, I thought was neat is that it has a co-op element to it, too, where if you have a buddy who also has the game on whatever, PS4 or, uh, or Steam or whatever you're playing it on, they can jump into your game as, like, a co-op partner as one of the survivors that you have to, like, help you do stuff as well. And I thought that was just a neat idea. Where it's kind of like you can collect the it's a single player game where you collect survivors to help you do the base building stuff. But if your buddy's like, hey, I'm home from work. Do you want to play a little bit? They can like jump in as like one of your dudes and like help you play a little bit co-op in the game. And then when they go offline, that NPC will just go back to like farming wood or building. I think shit. that's also how State of Decay does yeah. I should say State of Decay 2, that's the only one I've played, so. Yeah, I don't remember if 1 did that part specifically, but that's what I liked about State of Decay 2 as well. Uh, obviously, like, I didn't have anybody playing it at the time with me, so I didn't get to, like, take advantage of it, but I really like using that sort of stuff in it. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. This has a lot of, like, cool ideas in it. It's just not done well or competently that it's hard to recommend. But okay. yeah, that is fate to silence. Um, the next game, oh, World War Z had a free patch come out, I think like two or three days ago. This was a pretty big patch that I've been waiting for. I'm s- that added the final mission in Tokyo because Tokyo only had two chapter or two missions in its chapter whereas all the other ones had three, so this added the third one. Um, This also added a whole bunch of, like, cool stuff. This added private lobbies, which was nice, because before 
I couldn't just jump into like a game with my buddy that I play with. We would always have to like create a lobby. And then when you like go ready up or play or whatever, it would find two other people automatically to play with you to jump in. Now you can just like play with your buddy and like AI. This seems like something that should have been there from the beginning, but it wasn't. So now it's there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else they added an FOV slider, which was nice because it just gives you a better like view of everything that's going on in that world. It added a new zombie type that can infect you. And if you don't like cure the infection, you just auto die. Um, isn't every zombie and a zombie that can infect you. Isn't that the whole point of zombies? well theoretically yes but in this game there was nothing that infected you so it's a new mechanic a new zombie type uh that they added that does that specifically uh that was weird to get used to if the zombies in this game couldn't infect you how are there zombies they just like rip you apart and kill you right but how did they become zombies it's a good question i have no idea probably like chemicals that don't transfer I'm sure they say in the game there is a mission where you go to like a laboratory. I just didn't pay attention to what there was said like at all in there. Okay, maybe it's something where it's like if you die, you just become a zombie. There is that in this game. Like I've been playing mostly co-op. There is another mode in this game I haven't played at all, which is essentially a 4v4 um survivors versus survivors with zombies in between to do objectives and if one of your like team member dies or whatever you turn into a zombie to like attack your own team or the other team or whatever. So there is that in here, but why, like, why would you attack your own team? Because you're an asshole, I guess oh, okay. <laughs> that's a thing right. that happens. Um, yeah, no, that's in here, but it only happens when you die. These will infect you before you die and kill you that way is like the idea behind that zombie and it's really weird because that wasn't in it before and we found ourselves just like why are we dead like why are we just like shooting dudes and then all of a sudden we die and then later on we're like oh see that like the ui is not very good for this it's like oh see like it says push e to disinfect or whatever it's like yeah okay i guess that's why we've been insta dying for no reason uh, it also fixed a bunch of stuff with weaponry and whatnot that I won't go into, but it was a pretty big patch. It was like almost 10 gigs. Uh, it added quite a bit of stuff, so I'm really stoked that they are supporting that game and that it was free. I'm really happy with that game. Quite like cool. it a lot. And the last thing is... is that, isn't that an Epic Store exclusive? It is, yes. Okay, fuck that game. Yeah. It is $10 off, though, if you want to pick it up because of that sale. That's great, but fuck everything and fuck that game. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything <clears throat> and that game. Yep. Uh, the last game was actually based on our discussions after the Baba is You. Uh, we were talking on TDP Plus about how there's not very many games like Baba is You uh, puzzle wise like how it does puzzles or whatever where it has a clear set of rules and it just kind of follows it throughout and then you guys were like you should check out The Witness so I checked out The Witness um yeah I probably have an unpopular opinion about that and that's simply okay first of all I understand 
that the the environmental stuff and the puzzles are cool. I really like the puzzles, and I really like how it uses the environment and some of them to find like the answers or to like change how you get the answer and whatnot. But yep. I don't want to walk around that. I don't care about that like games levels or like walking around that environment at all. I just want the puzzles because I really like them. I really like those puzzles. Okay. And every time I'm like leaving an area because I finished it to go to find a new area with puzzles, I feel bummed out because I just want more <laughs> puzzles. I right. I mean, the areas, the puzzles will be pretty back to back within an area. But yeah, yeah, you do need to kind of like find your way into a new area and stuff. So when I stumble into a new area, I'm stoked because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be here for like three hours because these puzzles are fucking crazy. <laughs> but like yeah they are they're they're super difficult they are really hard <laughs> like i thought i was good with spatial awareness stuff until i had to draw lines through things <laughs> and then i was like yeah that's why? the thing yeah they, they start off super easy just yeah, connect, make this line go to the other side yeah and it's like no nah, there's so much going on and they just he they keep piling stuff on there it's a weird game yeah it's extraordinarily clever like how that game is done and i really like okay whatever i'll specifically talk about a part when you go into like this lab area with different color panes of glasses and you have that part is messed up and i was stuck i actually had to look up like why can't like this work and they're like sure. did you like look at it this way i actually found a real cool site that gave me a bunch of hints that i could like click oh, on first and then it nice. gave the answer if i was really stuck but the hints have been enough to, like, make me rethink how I'm looking at the puzzle. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so. There's there's a moment in this game. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say it yet. Are you planning to still play more of it? Oh, fuck yeah. I absolutely okay. love the puzzles in this thing. Uh, all right. I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it later because I don't want to spoil this moment for you. Because there's, there's a moment in this game that makes you, that kind of changes the way that you even think about the game entirely. So it is very cool. I will say I stumbled on one thing. I don't thing, want to spoil it for people. And I don't know that <clears throat> this is a spoiler, but I started interacting with parts of the actual world I was in. Like it was a puzzle. Yeah, that that's basically what I was talking about. There's uh, a, okay. And that's, that's very cool. I think. Yeah. Like I was on top of a building or something, maybe a tower. Uh, and I looked down and I saw like what was looked like, like a, river? a line. No, it was like a line of rocks or something. Oh, okay. Maybe. Right. And like I like was clicking around to see something and like it snapped to it. And I was just like That oh, is a cool moment. Okay. <laughs> cause it, cause then you're just like, I I at first I could see, yeah. but I was blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then honestly, when that happened, I was like Oh, that's too much to process right now. Let's go back to the normal puzzles. <laughs> that's too much. Nope. Just going to nope out of here. Yeah, pretty much. Jonathan Blow, you got me. <laughs> nope. Um. Also, there's like weird audio logs here and there. And I kind of haven't yeah. cared at all about what's being said in those. That's been like background noise while I'm doing puzzles because some of them drag on for a while. So... That's just been a thing. Yeah, I don't even re- remember if they tell like a full story. There's probably some like a w- website out there that like collects all of them and tells the story that I didn't pick up on. I'll probably look that up um, after. I'm curious if it I does. don't remember them being that uh, like 
integral to the sure the game yeah yeah uh but yeah also that it was free on epic that's why i have it so but um yeah i mean it's been free on playstation plus games with gold that, I that do games have it on, on phones plus too. like it's it's pretty easy to get at this point yeah it's really it's really good though like i really it's like the cool puzzles game. in it for sure yep uh that's all i've been playing though all right i have been playing a bunch of void bastards this is on my list to check out actually yeah so this is ftl okay if instead of the encounters being this kind of top down click your way and kind of just watch a fight kind of happen yeah you it was a first person shooter okay sure um so you're doing stuff there's a like a star map kind of like ftl and you're picking you know which planets do you want to go towards not not planets i should say they're different vessels you're going towards uh-huh. <clears throat> um and then you can you can choose to to board the ship or just keep moving on but sometimes you'll be like running out of food or fuel and it's like well i need to start going in these ships so that i can replenish some of this stuff but there will be problems with going into the ships much more often it's enemies <clears throat> yeah and there's a pretty fun kind of goofy humor i, I it's kind of portal-esque in the way of like you know, it's like a, a robot talking to you that, that's cheeky, but it's like a an English gentleman robot. Um, and I think it does it a lot better than the numerous kind of like ripoffs that people have been trying to c- capture Portal's uh, uh, humor mm-hmm. for the since forever. Yeah, this one's doing it pretty well. OK, the conceit is you're a you're like a prisoner or some kind of slave prisoner, but you've been dehydrated down to basically just like a packet of sand or something. So every time it's also a roguelike. So every time you die, they just grab a new packet, pour it in the ship, pour some water in there. And then new person comes back up. Okay. Um, and much like rogue legacy, each person will have different characteristics right down to some will be colorblind. And then the game is black and white. Oh, uh, okay. Which is very rogue legacy. Yeah, totally. Uh, I should also say uh, the whole thing is presented as a comic book. Uh, so there'll be like all the cutscenes are like motion comics and this goes further. So when you're doing the first person shooter aspect of it, all the enemies, they kind of move like they're missing most of their frames of animation. So they kind of look like old Duke Nukem or Doom characters where they only like modeled kind of like the front and the side and stuff like that. Okay. So they'll move like this, even though they are polygonal for the most part um but that just kind of adds to like the comic book style of it because they're kind of moving in these like janky ways yeah um and different ships will have different properties going on um some will have like the lights turned out some will have like all the securities off uh because there'll be uh like enemy um turrets in there that'll fight you and stuff like that uh the enemies are pretty interesting one of them is just called a tourist all the enemies by the way everything is brit uh uh yeah british sure um so they'll just be like swearing at you uh the juvies will just be swearing at you in like british slang uh no they're, they're always just like oi wanka and then they're like <laughs> shooting at you and stuff um one of the tourists it, or one of the enemies is called a tourist which is this weird blobby thing that when you shoot it it just explodes or if you get near it it explodes and they're always weird there's scribes who always who are like these, these like weird like 
are, are you the room service? And they have the, like the voice acting is pretty funny and pretty good. <clears throat> And there'll be different properties, like sometimes you'll enter a ship and one of the three enemies in here uh, will be an ally. And so when you come across those types of the al- of the enemies, they will help fight with you. But you won't know which ones until you come across them and stuff like that. Gotcha. Right. And it'll and it's also very vague about how many enemies are in the ship. It'll say, like, here's the types of enemies that are in here. And then it'll say some or <laughs> few underneath them. If there's a lot, it'll say there's a shed load of them. Um, <laughs> a shed load? All a right. shed load. That's just yeah. Pretty that's how good. They did it. Um, the the parts you you carry over onto each run are the items that you've collected either through like storyline items or your upgrades. So as you're go, so the whole point is you're going to a ship. You're basically scavenging the ship, and then you're getting out of there. You don't only have so much time in the ship because you have an oxygen that's depleting, and there are rifts in the ship that spawn new enemies. You can't just like clear out the ship and then feel safe. You kind of always need to be moving. Um, there isn't a way to replenish your oxygen, but it's only free for the first time. And then you have to start spending money to do it. So you can't spend forever on the ship, but you want to go through the ship. You want to collect everything you can and you have unlimited inventory. So you're grabbing like fingers and pens and springs stuff like these weird like resources, but you're also grabbing like, actual component parts that you can use to build upgrades for your guns upgrades for um your you know grenades stuff like this the game also really smartly puts in a like kind of tracking system where you can say hey i really want to find what i need to upgrade this specific thing and then when you look at the star map it'll say hey this ship will have that what you you maybe head towards that one so that's really nice because you can kind of basically make a run like you know i i rolled a really kind of shitty character i'm just gonna make this run all about upgrading this thing and then my next run will be even better um but what's nice is you in in no way are you ever not progressing there's there's never a scenario of like crap i need to make sure i'm going into enough ships so that i'm upgrading enough there's no like experience your character's not getting better because everything progresses for you so you can kind of just brute force your way through this game like eventually you will have collected so much that you will be powerful enough right. and have enough health and stuff that things will become easier for you. Um, but storyline items, those will even uh, move over as well. So you're always making progress and there's n- no real way to get stuck because everything carries over, which is really nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really love the humor. Extremely love the look of it. Uh, this is Void Bastards. It just came out. It's on Game Pass. So can't recommend it enough. But yeah, I would highly recommend checking out Void Bastards. Yeah. Uh, these are ex-Bioshock um, devs. Uh, right. So keep that in mind. I also played a little bit of a game called Descenders. Yeah, which is this a, is a cool game, actually. I like it. Really? I wasn't really into it. So this is a bicycle game. Yeah, it's a downhill, like, uh, racing roguelike, basically. If that, that, that makes you're, sense. you're, you're right. That is what it is. So you go on these runs of like, kind of like a star map in, in void bastards. You're picking which, I don't know, course you want to go to next as you make your way to the boss run. Yeah. Which from what I understand, just seems to be a big jump. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to land so many jumps times though. You can... <laughs> that for me anyway. Yeah. 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 It, there's, there's definitely a skate element. Yeah. To how you're c- controlling the bike. Cause you can steer with the left stick. But the right stick help like is like leaning so you can like swerve and stuff as well. Like there, there's 
there's a nuance to it that I wasn't fully getting. Yeah. I made it to about the third world, I guess. Um, <laughs> sure. Before yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of done with this. Uh, I just didn't feel like putting all the time in to get any good at it. Uh huh. There's weird online features. Like there's always another three people in your mission, but they're like never around you. Cause they're doing their own thing. Like, I don't even know, really know why they're there. You can't touch them. Mm hmm. Like it's just like an ad. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, I don't like we're all just kind of racing down, but we're not actually racing each other. They're just there, I guess, just to like fill the environment. I don't know. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. Um, It was on Game Pass. I just kind of came across it. I actually thought it was a different bike game that I played in the past. And I was like, oh, maybe I actually have access to it now. I don't remember. BMX triple X. That one. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I I loaded this one up and I was like, there's no titties in this. Yeah. Um uh I I don't remember what the name of the bike when I was talking about, but uh Descenders is a thing and it's weird. And I guess if you have Game Pass, check it out. But uh didn't really do it to me. I'm not gonna play any more of it. Sure. <clears throat> what I am gonna play more of is Outer Wilds. Okay. Which also I think it came out like the same day Void Bastards did. This is Game Pass again, so it sounds about right, yeah. Hey, Game Pass is awesome. I don't know if I've said that before. Outer Wilds is an adventure game where you play an alien species and. OK, let me, let me take a step back. Okay. Every two minutes, every 22 minutes in this in this galaxy, in this in this solar system, I should say in this solar system, mm-hmm. the sun explodes, killing everybody. Sure. That's normal. For whatever reason, anytime you die, you start back again. Twenty two minutes before the explosion. Nobody knows it happens. Except you, because you, you know, air quotes, live through it Uh and you'll come to again and you'll you can talk to people and be like, did I think I just died? And they'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you sound crazy. (laughs) Okay. but the conceit is you just graduated from like astronaut camp or whatever, and you're going to go out into space and you can get into your ship and fly out there. But again, it's an adventure game. There's a mystery going on. Yeah. Where you're tracking down. Like, you know, why are these things happening? There was there was some kind of precursor race that made these like telepathic statues. Um, And you can kind of just go anywhere you want. There's definitely like a Breath of the Wild aspect to it of like, just go out and explore. And it'll it'll set up some breadcrumb trails for you. But you can also just go wherever you want. You just have 22 minutes and the. Anything that carries over will be like the knowledge you've uncovered. So if you kind of finish up with a certain planet, you don't need to go back there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but you can you can explore different parts of it and stuff like that. And the planets are cool. There's one that's just like totally water and there's like tornadoes in the water everywhere. And there's just these islands and the islands will even get picked up by the tornadoes. So you'll be walking around an island and then all of a sudden your islands flung into space a bit. So you lose gravity and then it falls back down onto the water. It's a weird, it's a weird, weird game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's daunting. I'll say that for sure. I, I played a bit and I definitely felt overwhelmed. Uh, I had to kind of look up one of those like. Here's what you need to know before playing Outer Wilds kind of guides to kind of oh, just get wow. more of a sense. Uh-huh. Um, Because like I said, the openness is intimidating a bit. And especially with that timer, the timer's not super evident. Um, but when you come across it the first time, it's like, oh crap, this, this is, I, I, you know, I can't just take this slow and do stuff. I need to actually pick up the pace, but it's kind of like a Majora's mask. 
There's a Majora's Mask element to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sure. feeling. Um, but but on like a faster scale, I would I would say. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's cool. This is Outer Wilds. So if you're into like you know adventure games, uh, you know weird kind of space stuff, uh, you might be into it. Uh, you can kind of just take your ship and fly right off a planet, uh, uh, No Man's Sky style, and that's always cool to do. Yep, that is cool. I like that. Yep. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Neat. Let's do some news. Some news. Yeah, all right. Like I said at the top of the show, we're going to do news first, then we'll do some predictions. But a whole bunch of things in relation to E3 have either already happened in... That's, you know, Google Stadia happened this morning. Yeah. Or tons of stuff has been leaked already. Yep. So we're just going to start talking about some leaks. We're in peace. I know they haven't been, like, confirmed. Most of these leaks have either been confirmed or they've been like, yeah, no, I was talking to that developer <laughs> and that's what I know as well. Yeah. So. Jason Schreier coming through with all the news. Um, but this is probably going to be kind of reverse chronological as usual. Uh, Tom Holland is going to be Nathan Drake. Sure. Uh, in the Uncharted movie that is coming December 20th, 2020. 2020. Sure. That makes sense to me. That's um, fun. Makes me think, I guess it's going to be a like a much younger yeah. Nathan Drake than we're used to. I don't remember how young or how old Nathan Drake is in the first game. Uh, yeah. But like the fourth game, isn't he like 40? Yeah, he's probably like late 20s, right? In the first game. That's a good point. Probably. Tom Holland is um, uh, early 20s, I believe. Yeah. But I, I guess, think. you know, if they get a younger actor, they can, you know, have a more, I don't know, buzzworthy, uh, appealing actor for, for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it makes sense to me, honestly. For sure. Yeah, it's a good fit personality-wise, for sure, I think. Yep. yep. Uh, the only thing I could really think of was uh, he just seems young from what I pick, think of when I think of Nathan Drake. Yeah. Yeah, I think of like I, I literally think of like Indiana Jones. Sure. That that's very true. It might be kind of refreshing to have like an Indiana Jones like character that starts off young and we can see get older because Indiana Jones was a little older. Almost like right a young the, Indiana Jones. Yeah, but not in that. <laughs> that was no good. I didn't like young Indiana Jones. Except for when yeah, River uh, Phoenix played him in like a flashback in Last Crusade. He was a good fit. I don't remember that at all, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, who's Sully? That guy better still be old. Yeah. Yep. I, agree. I don't want Sully just to be like, he's a bit older and a buddy. I want Sully to be like a wise old man who's too old for this shit, but of course he's going to help you. And he wants in on just one more job. Let's do it. It should be Bruce right, Campbell. Drake. Honestly, Bruce Campbell. Hell yeah. Although that guy's like, I can old, see it. Very old. <laughs> he's, I think he needs, I think there needs to be a little bit more gray going on, mm-hmm. but I could see Bruce Campbell. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. Um, what else we got? Uh, Naughty Dog has announced they are stopping the servers for Uncharted 2, 3, and The Last of Us, so no more multiplayer. Okay. I had forgot these games had multiplayer. I remember playing the multiplayer in, uh, Uncharted 2 for a little bit and being like, this is cool. I never touched it again. I did play it, like, one evening with Nathan. We tried it out just to see, like, what this is. 
wasn't it kind of like a horde mode, but you had like objectives to do? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember it very well. I remember it just being and a I don't shooter. think I ever played The Last of Us mm. multiplayer. I actually didn't know that had multiplayer at all. So yeah, I did see some people saying that they actually enjoyed The Last of Us multiplayer when this news broke. Hmm. So there you go. Who knows? Yeah. Um, this is happening on September 3rd. So if you want to get it multiplayer in on those games, uh, hurry up. You have the rest of the summer. Okay. Uh, the Borderlands DLC. I think we I briefly mentioned this on an episode a couple weeks back that it was a rumor this is happening. This is true. Borderlands 2 is getting new free DLC. Yeah. Um, called Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary. This will bridge uh, episode uh, Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. Uh, right now you can get Borderlands 2 as part of the Handsome Collection for free on PlayStation Plus. I think I also kept seeing it's 97% off on Steam. Oh, God. <laughs> so it sounds like they just really want you to like play this D- DLC. Um, yeah it'll also basically just give you a character that's already at level 30 so you can jump into the dlc and do that uh which i might i I don't know Mm. um my borderlands 2 character is stuck on the 360 where they will remain in my closet forever yeah Uh, so so apparently this dlc uh raises the level cap to level 80 and you can start characters at level 30 so you can actually just like skip all the intro garbage if you're new yeah. or coming yeah. back i guess that's cool i like that i think personally i'm just gonna wait for three to come out yeah i feel like i'm obligated to play this because i love lilith <laughs> i like the um okay. I like the sirens. I like I like their whole. Yeah, no, thing. I, I'm I usually play as a siren as well. Yeah, was Lilith in two? Wasn't it a different siren? It was Maya in two. Okay, Lilith was was like, I mean, she made the city disappear. That was cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. When Handsome Jack's like attacking, she like made them all disappear. I don't think I could tell you a single thing that happened storyline wise uh, in Borderlands. I remember everything about the sirens specifically. I thought that I just thought that was such a cool idea in that world and stuff. So I feel like I have to play I, this. I, I know that you're a vault hunter. Yeah. And, and, and there's guns as and well. There's guns. Yep. There's lots of them. Um, and I could not tell you anything that happens in that story. I feel like I have to I can play tell you this. the end of Tales from the Borderlands, but that because that was only like two years ago, but that's it. Okay. I might play this. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Cool. Um all right, here's one of the n- announcements that's only been kind of like yeah, this is what I've heard. Sor- uh, this is Jason Schreier over Kotaku. Sources have told him that Blizzard canceled a StarCraft first person shooter to focus on the next Diablo and the next Overwatch. This is StarCraft Ghost all over again. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Um, Fuck. Those are some pretty big names. Putting out things like they're they, they're dropping bombs like Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. They had to do something with Diablo 4. They pissed off that fan base so much they had to. Overwatch 2 came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, no I idea. was not expecting. they Because they, they're supporting Overwatch so much. Yeah. I figured it was just... That's that's what it's going to be like a platform yep. at this point. Me too. Like in the same way of like there there's never going to be a Fortnite 2. 
it's just going to be Fortnite. Or even like a League of Legends 2. I was going to say a Dota 2. There is a Dota 2. <laughs> but, yep. yeah. <laughs> um, there, we're hearing words that Overwatch 2 might be more, have, have more of a PvE element as opposed to the PvP. So it might be more of like an offshoot. I don't know. There's a lot of like... Interesting. Nothing's quite tangible with this news. It just seems pretty likely. Um I'm stoked. I've been looking for a reason to get back into Overwatch. Um, I feel like I'm just so far removed from it at this point. Yeah. That jumping in, I would just not even know a couple what to do. Blizzard people have compared it to Left 4 Dead. That's interesting. That is interesting. And they have done stuff like that in Overwatch yeah. already. And that's some of my favorite um, stuff in Overwatch when they do those so, weird little one-offs. Yeah, it would it would definitely be cool if they come out with Overwatch 2, but keep supporting the first Overwatch yeah. and now have two platforms. Agreed. I agree. I can't think of anything that's done that really, but that would be very interesting. Yeah. I rem- So it's kind of weird because I saw this thing about Blizzard's canceling a game or whatever that will never see the light of day. And I thought to myself, why? Like, why at this time would Blizzard do that? It's like, because to focus their stuff on Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. It's like, oh, right. They have to show something for Diablo that's good. And Overwatch 2? What? <laughs> Did I read that? Right. Weird. To be fair, Blizzard cancels stuff all the time. Like, they only put out, like, the crispest of the most polished stuff. So th- I feel like they got their process down. It just seemed weird that this close <laughs> announcing that they're canceling something, considering they've been kind of on the shit list after last year's blizzcon but it makes right. sense now i don't know why. if we're gonna see much during e3 I bet we're not we're probably saving it all for a uh, blizzcon totally i agree you know they got their own thing mm-hmm. for sure uh all right the big news so the one press conference we can talk about early uh because it already happened was the stadia one this morning did you watch this i did this was about 25 minutes long um it all got leaked beforehand <laughs> yeah um but uh Google came out, they gave us price, they gave us date, they, and they gave us some of the features. Let's just kind of run down it. Um, from like a spec standpoint, Google Stadia, they're saying to get like the best, you need 35 megabytes down. And that'll get you 4K, HDR, yeah. 60 frames per second, and 5.1 surround. Yeah. Uh, which 35 is low. That's a low number. No, that's very high for most people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe for you, from what I deal with, you, I usually get it like at least You live 70. like near San Francisco, one of the biggest <clears throat> tech hubs of the fucking world. That's true. I live pretty close to Google. <laughs> there you go. They live near San Francisco. Yeah. Um, um that being said, I don't even have a 4K TV yet. This like doesn't this won't affect a lot of people, 35 megabits. Their minimum of 10 for 720p is a little better for most people, I would say. So they're recommended That's minimum, true. I should say. That also seems insane that you're going to get that kind of quality at 10 megabits a second. I I, I need to see it. I don't feel like it's going to work. <laughs> right. It seems too good to be true. I feel like at this point, if you did a, like a t- like a cup and a string and put the other cup just on the Google building, you'd get 10 megabits a second. Like that is nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> um 
It's and then they have crazy. around 20 megabits. That's how you get uh, 1080. Yeah. Uh, again, for 10 megabits, you get 720. You get 60 frames a second and stereo. So there is a, a, a drop down there, but it's not much. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, they came out. They started off showing some games, which the first trailer they showed was Baldur's Gate 3. When I saw that, I was like, wait, Larian. Wait, they're announcing it here? <laughs> it's like, what? All right. Um. That trailer didn't really show anything except for a dude turning into an illithid. Like a really gross dude yeah. getting his skeleton morphed. And then um, illithid dude just kind of like floating down a sieged castle or something. Something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, they show what was the next game they showed? Was it Overpacked? No, the next one they showed was Breakpoint is coming to that. Right, the, yeah, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. After that was a game called Guilt. It was a horror-looking yes, right. game. Which kind of reminded me of, like, Little Nightmares. Yeah. A little scarier, though. It looked kind of creepy. I'm into it. I, yeah, Guilt spelled G-Y-L-T. G-Y-L-T. I think this, it's like Guilt the Game or something like that. So if people want to check that out, it's kind of neat looking. Then it was then it was the packing then game, Then it was right? Get Packed, which I didn't care about at all. I don't care about I, that game. I thought it was like, hey... This looks like an overcooked. Like, let's do it. Online couch co-op silliness. Maybe. Um, so I'll, I'll try that out for sure. And then uh, the last two uh, games that they kind of showed off was The Division 2 is going to be coming to it. And apparently that's going to be good for it. So that's interesting. I mean, Ubisoft's always hand like full force on a, on a new console because we already yep. have Assassin's Creed Odyssey will be there. Yep. And then Destiny 2 was there. It's just like right. Okay, they said de- they said the entirety of Destiny Two. The entirety. Yep. Um. Now, what was really interesting is there was also a Destiny Two announcement. Yeah. There and that was the Destiny Two, and this was also already leaked. Yeah. This was actually leaked in in kind of in weird orders. So it got leaked. The cross saves were coming. Yeah. Which is very cool, but it was confirmed that it was like. The only crossways that are coming are PC and Xbox. Yeah. No PlayStation 4. But on stage, they said cross saves are coming to Destiny 2 for every platform. Yeah. Which is awesome. Apparently, that is very cool. Apparently, the Bungie dudes worked it out with uh, Sony like at the last minute. <laughs> so Yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, Bungie had a last minute meeting with Sony again yesterday to try one more time to change their mind yeah and they did it and i'm assuming what they did is when the it leaked and everyone was like way to go sony screwing this up again i bet they came and said look at look at this twitter timeline yeah we told you we told you (laughs) and we haven't even announced it yet (laughs) yeah exactly right yeah yeah exactly and they're probably like oh damn it they're right yeah um along with that no exclusivity deals anymore Right. Which I, I'm assuming Sony's not happy about because they had the exclusivity deal. So I'm curious <laughs> yeah. how kind of that went down. Oh, I'm sure they weren't happy about that. There was even kind of a funny part during the trailer because there was some talking heads from the studio during the trailer. It was cutting back and forth where they were like, we're our own publisher now. Did you know that? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which pretty funny. Uh, that was cool. That they got to oh, put that in there. That exclusivity deal probably was null and void at, because I was probably with Activision, right? Now that, yeah, that makes sense. I'm assuming it was with the game, and I'm assuming it definitely tied in to the studio making it, which would have been Bungie. Mm. So, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, like people who get paid a lot more. No, I would really like to I, know, man, if I could like talk to a publisher without like any fear of them, like being guarded, I would just love to know more about their part of the industry. That would be great. Sure. Um, okay. Actually weird. This is totally off the side. Hypothetical. Uh-huh. Would you rather be a fly on the wall of that business meeting okay. where they finally broke ties or would you love a deep dive like a like a, a nice long article or whatever on ha- what happened to make the quiet man? Holy shit. I don't actually Cause know. I would give quite a bit of money yeah. to learn about how the quiet man became what it was like what it went through and how that made it out the door. Yeah. Like I would subscribe to a Patreon that is doing video game documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to know about that. So goddamn much. Yeah. This is our way of announcing TD plus extra our new Patreon <laughs> where we do that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. There we go. Um, uh, let's talk about price. Let's talk about release date stuff. It is coming sometime November. There's going to be two tiers. There's pro, and then there's going to be a base one, which they didn't talk too much about because that's not coming until 2020. So it sounds like the Stadia base one is basically going to be like a storefront, just essentially where you buy the game and then you have access to it. And then you have access to it when you're online because yeah. they need to stream it to you. Yes, it's just it sounds like it'll be just be a storefront. Yeah. Pro is It'll be the only way you can do it. It'll also be a game subscription service. Yeah, nine ninety nine a month. For that yeah. one. Um, so for the first you know few months, you're only going to get access to the subscription one if you want access to their games. Yeah. Um, which means I'm assuming for the first few months you can't just buy a game outright because there's no reason you would. You're getting it with your subscription. Hmm. Um. I'd assume so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then there's also a founders pack, uh, which I pre-ordered. <laughs> oh, really? I don't care about this fucking thing at all. I I'm I care about it. Okay. I'm so curious, and I just had to know it for myself. Sure. And then, and then they were like, "Hey, exclusive color," and I was like, "Oh, you got me." <laughs> I will say, out of all of it, I really like that there's a wasabi color. First of all. I really like that. Um, I think it's silly that they called it wasabi. Yeah. So we were looking at it beforehand and I was like, oh, they were like, which of these colors do you like? And they had a white one, which is the one everyone's seen. And I was like, well, I don't have a ton of white controllers. That is kind of like the the b- picture on the box. There's the black one. Yep. And I'm like, course. I got a lot of black controllers. Yeah. Then there was the wasabi one, which we just kept calling mint. Yeah, it's mint. And it's they, 100% is mint. <laughs> and then someone said, was, and they, they call it wasabi, which I thought that was a weird name. Uh, I was like, I'd probably get that one yeah. because I don't have any controllers that look like that. I actually like that shade quite a bit until I saw the like limited edition one. I was like, oh, that's actually a nice color. Yeah. <laughs> so right. the limited edition one is a dark blue. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. Now I want that. And it reminded me of when the Xbox one was coming out. <laughs> and if you pre-ordered it, you got the day one 2013 yeah. written on the controller, which I have. <laughs> and I like that I have, even though it's an inferior controller in several ways. <laughs> I like that I have that. Um and, and I feel like a bit of an idiot for pre-ordering this, but at the, at the end of the day, the price is 130 bucks. 130. So let me explain. I think it's a good deal. Uh, I think what you're getting for 130. I disagree for myself. Uh, I'll, I mean, for myself, obviously. Um, let's run down what we have in it, though. 
Chromecast Ultra, which is the way to... Which is $70 on its own. Right. I don't have 4K. This is useless to me. Just saying, like, yeah. if you were wanting a Chromecast Ultra, those are $70 by themselves. Sure. So, already for me, that's most of the, like, value gone. <laughs> that I don't care about that. Because I have two normal Chromecasts that I would probably just use anyway. Uh, I really do yep. like the controller. The controller itself, I was saying, is probably 60 to 80, depending on, like... It's 70. It is yep. 70? Okay. Yep. So because they, they say you can get an additional controller if you want. Yeah. For sixty nine dollars. Nice. Yeah. Um, the thing I do like is the three months of Stadia Pro. Obviously, they have to throw that in there because it's their fucking service. Um, and but which is thirty dollars. I do like right? the buddy pass thing. That makes sense to me to like get more. Yeah, people you in. do get a pass to give anyone you want three months of pro as well yeah. so you can play some games that's cool they definitely did not have to do that That makes sense to me that they would do that to spread so it at a that point bit. that's 60 dollars. so we're let's just count it out that's 70 140 we're at 200 dollars worth of content right now mm-hmm. and uh then complete destiny 2 and it's just like well i have that so that's not a value for me at all right but. it's destiny well it's destiny 2 it's all of their expansions and their season pass content yeah. As well as they and just and, and later on in the press conference, they announced the next one, Shadowfall. Shadowfall, I I, yeah, something. Um, so you're getting that as well. So that's a lot of Destiny. <laughs> it's quite a bit of Destiny. And at, with, now with cross saves, I could just have my character while playing it on the stadia. On the stadia, yeah. Which that's a that's a big key key thing for me. The, the cross save is happening because. For the longest time, I was like, man, I, I kind of wish I had played on Xbox because that's where my friend is. I could have done a lot more co-op. Yeah. But I don't want to start over. And then when the Stadia thing happened, I was like, well, maybe I'll just get a new character and play the stuff I hadn't played. Yeah. But now it doesn't. I don't have to worry about it. I just bring my character over and I play the stuff I didn't ha- purchase before, like the season pass or Shadowfall. This is kind of the way it should be for like all games like this. Like the fact that Dauntless, I have a character and I can play it on anything like that should just be the way that goes from now on. So yep. that makes sense that yep. Destiny's doing it. Uh for me, I would just get the three months of Stadia and then use what get whatever dongle or whatever I need to make my controller work. So Right. 100. I mean, to be fair, you can get access to this stuff by downloading Chrome on your computer. Yeah. And then taking your Xbox or PlayStation controller that have Bluetooth in them, syncing it to your computer you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Like you're already done. So theoretically, the buy-in process is just you drop $10 for that first month. You get access to these games. I definitely want to try it the, the first here, month, at least. There's no exclusives yeah. so far that we know of, which is kind of a bummer. And I think that's the biggest kind of knock that I have when I when I think about me pre-ordering it is... Uh-huh. That's cool that I get access to like, you know, Destiny right off the bat and stuff I haven't played, but I could right now just drop like $15, get the season pass and play some of that content I haven't played already. Like I could do that literally right now on a 4K TV with a PlayStation Pro. Uh-huh. Like I have that. Yeah. So there is that aspect to it. The the reason I pre-ordered it is I, I want to be a part of it. Sure. I, I'm so curious. I want to experience. I want to be a part of it while people are talking about it. Yeah. And if it ends up failing, then I'm going to have a funny controller in my <laughs> underneath my desk that I'm going to look back to and be like, remember this thing? Yeah. It's a nice color. And I really like the color of it. It's a, it's a nice color. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but there is something really cool about just like if this platform does work, 
you know, maybe I'm going home for Christmas. Yeah. I just load up like anyone's laptop there and yeah. I can pick up where I was left off. That's cool. Yeah. Like if you're a pretty mobile person at all, this is like, I'm, I keep saying it's game changing. It is like it actually is. And it is. You know, it, it totally yeah. is. It is a hundred. Like this is crazy. Um, but I think the big knock I was I was also seeing is like, why would you want to buy your game for Stadia? You don't get access to it offline. You know, you can't play it offline. It's going to be really interesting to see what Microsoft says with their Project X Cloud. Yeah, because they also have Game Pass already, which is awesome. Yeah. So mm. I'm I'm real curious. Yeah, I don't I don't know that there's a world where I'm going to buy a game through Stadia. Like this, it seems like they're it's their subscription service, right? Like that's a reason to do this for sure. I mean, it, it depends. It depends what kind of games are going in there. If they're not putting out games constantly to warrant that ten dollars a month, yeah, then the, then maybe I am just going to buy yeah a, one game every now and then. You yeah, know? like if I'm only buying one game a year from them, like if I look at my PlayStation, I only buy a few games for my PlayStation because I buy all my third party stuff for my Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I don't need a subscription uh, like a game subscription one for the PlayStation necessarily. Would you choose <clears throat> like would you choose Stadia over your Xbox though? If you're just going to buy a one-off game? I mean probably not. Yeah. That's um, that's kind of the because problem. Because that's the thing. Yeah, like the, the 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 thing of it is I know my Xbox will run it perfectly and sure. I have put the money into getting an X to getting a, a 4K TV so that it will run a, wonderfully i don't need to worry like if my internet dips in any way sure. is it going to be a lesser experience but hey i'm assuming stadia is going to try and get some exclusives and then maybe it just kind of turns into another one of my consoles where yeah. i play those exclusives there and it is kind of cool i like it's more for the novelty i really like the idea of if i go somewhere i can just like pick up and play like if i'm at my girlfriend's house and my consoles aren't there you know what i'm just going to jump in and play whatever i got here yeah how does this uh, so, uh, change being at school as a kid? Because you hear your teachers getting mad that kids are playing Fortnite all the time. What if they're just like playing anything? <laughs> anything? Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Uh, I have no idea. I know this will be really cool for uh, like college kids that like couldn't bring a console to their dorms. Totally. Like they definitely have a laptop. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, they did mention kind of what device that's coming to they just said tvs they said you know chrome browser they said tablets and then the google pixel 3 yeah which was odd they were super vague about which tablets and then they were hyper specific about the only phone that will do it right because they probably built hardware around it too since there's an app for it i guess i mean this has to come to apple products those are the biggest it will yeah market um so who knows with that stuff? I'm I'm curious. There's still a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. You know, this might I, I can always cancel my pre-order if things kind of just start seeming pretty lame sure. or if Project X Cloud seems like this is definitely the better way to go. Um honestly, I did I pre-ordered it immediately because I was like, I don't want to miss out on the chance. Sure. I can always go back. I mean, and whatever. The, like people know what they're getting into when they are getting something called a founder's pack. So, like, that's generally Yeah. Yeah, so. no, I'm I'm definitely buying in as you know the first run. Who who knows if this will even work? We'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of continuing with the Destiny stuff, another big announcement that they made is 
that Destiny is going to go free to play. There's going to be a free to play version of it. Yeah. Uh, called Destiny 2 New Light. Um, I'm, I'm basically just kind of reading uh, the, this breakdown on Reddit. Basically, it says once Shadow Keep launches on September 17th, the base game will go free to play and include all year one content, including foundational modes, activities, and rewards. Yep. Uh, this represents a change for Destiny franchise as it seeks to lure gamers away from the from popular free titles like Fortnite. Previously, pl- players paid upfront for the game and bought big expansions to gain access to new raids, missions, and in-game items, either separately or as an annual pass subscription. Now the core game will stay free while additional content will be made available in the form of paid a la carte offerings like Shadowkeep. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like they're still going to be doing expansions. You're still going to have to buy these content. Um, I'm assuming they're going to kind of expand on these and try and make them more battle pass like. Probably. I that's just see where it. the like the industry is with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but base Destiny Two will be free to play, which it already almost was. That game is routinely five dollars when I see yeah. it at like GameStop online, and they gave it away on PlayStation Plus randomly like last year. Um, yeah. That, like that game may have might as well already be free. Last year it was part of a uh, humble monthly bundle, the like ten dollar or twenty dollar or whatever a month thing, where you just get like a bunch of games. <laughs> so like it's kind of been free in some respects for a bit now. Yep. This makes sense. They also say no more content will be made exclusive to one platform over the others. So all platforms will have access to the same content at the same time. Yeah, good. And the game will be moving from Battle.net to Steam on PC. Sure. Uh, and existing players will be able to migrate all of their characters and purchases over to the Steam version once that happens. Yep. These are all the right things to say. So, Pretty crazy. I wonder if Activision was holding this back. Probably. This is so fucking weird because, like, if you had told me when this game came out it was going to go free to play, I would have been like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I wouldn't have expected only two years <laughs> after it came out, though. It's pretty, uh... You would have, and, and especially while it's doing so well, you would have thought, like, oh, there's, there's their last di- ditch at first. Yeah. Like, Anthem should be going free to play because it's on its last how, legs. Like, that's usually how is Anthem how these not free to play? <laughs> yeah. Like, MMOs are typically like, no, nah, we can't do the subscription anymore. It's not working. So we'll go make it free to play and hopefully that'll revive it. Um, Destiny's doing fantastic. It's pr- arguably in the best spot it's ever been in. Forsaken was very good. Yeah, Forsaken's very good. I hear people are really enjoying the current season pass content that's out right now. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, some cool things happening with Destiny. It's just a fun game to jump in and play. So, yeah, yeah. No, I agree for sure. Uh, speaking of games that start with a D, uh, Darksiders randomly dropped a trailer this morning of a new Diablo-style spinoff coming out. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from publisher pub, publisher THQ Nordic, which you might know as that company that did an AMA on 8chan. That's unfortunately how I know them. Yep. Now. Yep. And, which I, you know, I mentioned because I don't think people should forget that. No, people should absolutely not. That's their n- new defining trait. Yep. Um, it's called Darksiders Genesis. And it's basically like we only got about a minute of gameplay. Actually, the gameplay portion was even less. The trailer was about a minute. It's a Diablo style co-op looking uh, Darksiders kind of game. What? Don't you have Not much else to say? Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, this is. Yeah, no, no release date, but it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox 
uh, Switch, PC, and Google Stadia. Yeah. I really like this type of game. It's unfortunate that that new Warhammer game, Chaos Bane, is apparently not very good. But uh, I'll probably check this out because I'm a sucker for them. Isn't Path of Exile a Diablo-style game? Yeah, that's free-to-play, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Free-to-play games are just kind of awesome nowadays, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Xbox has announced Body Wash. Great. Probably the biggest news of the week. Yeah. Um, the, the copy for this Body Wash is Lift Your Game, which I don't know what that means. Nope. But it says it on all the bottles. Okay. Um, looks like they got some uh, some shampoo in there as well. This is only coming to New Zealand and Australia. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure why. Uh, a representative responded saying that at this stage, there's no plans to offer the product in the U.S. However, we certainly would love to. Okay. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know why they did this. Xbox Links. Links is the name of Axe Market. Okay, this makes sense now. This is an Axe thing in those places. All right. Sure. Uh, let me see if I can try. Uh, fresh scent of pulsing green citrus, whatever that means, <clears throat> features top notes of kaffir lime and winter lemon. Which I don't know what either of those are. What I, is a winter lemon? A winter lemon. I don't know. There's notes of mint and sage and woody bottom notes of patchouli and clearwood. Man. I don't know about this. There's there's yeah, they're doing a- a- Xbox deodorant, body spray and shower gel bottles. They'll feature a bright green color palette. I can tell you just looking at this, this is going to be the type of thing that has a very strong smell, but very little actual like cleaning stuff in it to make it seem like you smell good. But it won't oh, like it's covering up a smell as opposed to it, like cleaning off the smell, especially if it's done by like an axe company, because that's kind of what axe does. Guys, don't buy axe, buy soap <laughs> for the love of God, Jesus I, the reason I bring this up is I roomed with a random guy at PAX like years ago because uh, I went into the Penny Arcade PAX uh, like r- need a room f- have a room thread because I like didn't have a room it was a last minute thing I was going to sure and uh, one of the guys there just never fucking took a shower and he said it's because he was sponsored by Axe and just had all this Axe and used only that and he smelled like fucking garbage every day right i mean to be fair that's that might not be because of the axe it's probably because he wasn't taking a shower you can take a shower and put axe on and you'll probably smell fine Nah, i think he would have smelled better if he didn't use the axe and not showered (laughs) i fuck there's no way that's true there's no way that's true um i'm curious why this isn't coming out in america uh would you try this no because i'd I'd have to buy it there's no way I'm... No, you have you got a free bottle. Oh. Would you shower with it? I would try it once. Yeah. Okay. I have... You know, I, I bet it. I bet it's actually fine. I bet it's whatever kind of soap they already had that they just slapped Xbox on the front, and they're going to sell it with a case of Mountain Dew. On a more, like, personal problem I have, a lot... Like, shampoos and, like, 
soaps and stuff that have like a lot of perfumey essence usually like leave my skin stingy a little bit and like has like a film feeling on it in some parts and i don't i think this is one of those i don't want like that what about what about shampoos with a woody bottom note I don't know what that means. Is that the <laughs> yeah? I have no is idea. That, that. Is that the brown note that everybody keeps talking about? I probably they found it yeah, and put so it in a bottle. S- stay away from this. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I would try it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm probably I'm sure it's probably just generic soap. Yeah, that's the thing that's happening. Uh, WWDC, which is an Apple convention, happened last week. Uh, the information that we're interested with is that uh, iOS devices including uh, phones, tablets, as well as tvOS, is going to be getting Xbox One and PlayStation 4 controller support this fall. That's very cool. Uh, I like it. Which is pretty cool, yeah. Uh, especially when since uh, that PlayStation Link con- app just came out. So on a local network, you can play your PlayStation games on your phone. You can now use an actual controller. Very uh, cool. I'm not quite sure what the use case of this would be. Yeah, I guess if you can't use your TV for whatever reason, I guess yeah. I don't know. But that's a thing you could do if you wanted. A uh, couple things happened with the Genesis Mini. We got the last set of the games. Okay, hit me. Uh, which I'm trying to find the full list here. I have it if you need. And I, okay, I do have the full list. I don't remember which ones we ha- are new. Uh, so the last twelve specifically are Darius, Road Rash Two, Strider. Virtua Fighter 2, Elysia Dragoon, Columns, uh, Dynamite Heady, Kid Chameleon, Monster World 4, Light Crusader, Eternal Champions, but the real banger here is Tetris. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. That's true. I did. I just got the list. Uh, are you going to get one? Uh, it's getting a little more tempting. There's just a lot of stuff on there, but Again, and I know this is, like, probably not the thing to say, but I have files of all of these games at my fingertips right now that I could play if I cared. So. Right. Uh, I think one, uh, what we need to know is, do, do is does it run well? Because the PlayStation sure. had one, it had a pretty good lineup, and it ran like shit. Yep, very and now true. now it's discounted to help. Um, I probably won't get one just because if I wanted to play these games, I probably would have bought like the anniversary collection on whatever console. And I didn't. I mean, there's also that that a lot of these games have been released as Sega classics and whatnot on fucking everything at some point. So, yep. But I mean, everyone keeps buying Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Including me. So Uh, it is also worth knowing uh, the Japan Sega Mega Drive Mini will be getting a carrying case and a Sega CD 32X add-on that's purely cosmetic and non-functional, which I think is very funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. I think that would just be silly. Like, I got this bonus thing to put on top of it. Yep. It does literally nothing. Yep. Uh, but to be fair, my my uh, Super Nintendo Classic at, this, at the moment kind of does nothing because I don't really plug it in. Okay. Fair enough. That's kind of the also the other thing is like if I was to get this one, like why would I if I was to get one of these, why would it be this one all of a sudden? I would probably want the Super Nintendo Classic out of all the ones released so far first. Right. So, I mean, 
maybe you own a museum of which you need to have one of each. True. So that could be a reason why you want to buy one. Yeah, true. Watchdog Watchdogs Legion was announced. And by announced, I mean leaked. And then they just came out and, and tweeted about it. <clears throat> which This is obviously Watchdogs 3. It's being set in the UK. You can somehow play as any P- NPC, which I don't really know what that means. But any NPC you can just take control of. Huh. I don't, I don't know what that means. <clears throat> yeah. I am looking forward uh, to seeing more at E3 about this. Hopefully. It says, play as anyone. Every individual you meet in the open world has a full set of animations, voiceover, character traits, and visuals that are generated and guided by gameplay systems. Hmm. I don't... Are you, like, taking over people's body? Are you, like, a ghost? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, too. Is this Driver San Francisco? I mean, it is the ultimate hacking, right? Taking over somebody's yeah, body. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hack a person. Yeah. Um, they've come out and said, you know, it's going to be a post-Brexit world. Oh, no. Um... <laughs> Which a lot of people are saying, like, I would like to see how Ubisoft comes out and says this game is not political at this point. Oh, it the Watchdog games have always been. Come on. <laughs> that's so I guess we'll see a post Brexit world. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, I never played Watchdogs 2, but I will say I really liked the first one when I played it years ago. So this is maybe interesting. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't played either of them, and I kind of want to, but there's no way I'm going to get through those two before this comes out. Yeah, there's, yeah, of course. Hmm. Um, and it has also been confirmed that Clint Hawking, the lead developer for Far Cry 2, will be working on Watch Dogs. That guy's actually insane, so this might be amazing. <laughs> so, if, yeah, if people know Far Cry 2, that is a very strange game with a lot of weird mechanics, so... This could be a very interesting game coming. If the name Clint Hawking doesn't mean anything really to you when we say it, look up some like documentaries. I'm sure there's YouTube videos now, but when I read it, it was a like article of some sort. Look up that name and like try to find like a development of Far Cry 2 thing. That dude is weird. (laughs) That's a crazy dude. So that's exciting. Uh, Dragon Quest Walk was announced. Which is a Pokemon Go style game. Yeah. But it's Dragon Quest. That makes sense. I actually think this looks kind of cool. Yeah. Since, you you know, you'll level up your characters and stuff. I think the coolest part of it is the logo. It says Dragon Quest Walk. And there's just a straight up like Converse shoe in that logo. And then a slime. <laughs> yeah. I just really like that logo a lot. That logo is really good. Also, this <laughs> makes sense. Yep. Dragon Quest is huge in Japan. So. Yep. Um. It's only been announced for Japan at the moment, but I do like the idea of having a party and leveling them up and like, you know, it fits for an RPG. It's probably going to be gotcha style, which I kind of wish it wasn't. Um, Hopefully I can just kind of play it like an RPG because I think that would still work. Uh, But this is interesting. Yeah, this is cool. I just realized on my list of news, I don't have any of the Pokemon stuff. So we should talk about all that because a whole bunch of Pokemon stuff happened recently. Sure. Um specifically there was two different events the first one chronologically was like an investors meeting okay about some some like kind of offshoot stuff happening okay uh such as pokemon sleep oh okay i didn't see any of this stuff a pokemon sleep tracking game okay Um, 
I'm not looking up an article, but if you are, feel free to chime in with more specific news. A Pokemon sleep tracking game where you put some kind of device next to you in bed and it, it you somehow that you it gamifies your sleep into a Pokemon. Okay. Hmm. Um, they also announced uh, some new mobile games like Pokemon Masters or something coming. <clears throat> I don't know. The one people were talking about was Pokemon Sleep because that's weird. Uh, that is. And I, I don't. I don't need a sleep tracker for with Pokemon. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm trying to look up if there's anything like specific about it. This is kind of like there's not a whole lot to say about it. I guess you kind of. Uh, connect to your phone via Bluetooth, send your sleep data through the night. It's basically Pokemon Go. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, no, you've kind of hit it. So. There you go. And then the bigger news would be the, um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a Nintendo Direct exactly, but there was a Pokemon stream. Yeah. A couple days ago, early in the morning, where they talked a whole bunch about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, they showed off more Pokemon. The Pokemon get big. Yeah. They get super huge. And you get a big, super big Pokemon, and then it fights another big Pokemon. Um, I'm trying to think. Some takeaways I thought were cool is there are co-op raid battles. Yeah, the raid thing. I was just like, oh, they put raids in this. This is hilarious, That I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, they had raids in Pokemon Go. Right, that makes sense. Uh, but at least this time, it'll be more like I'm actually playing Pokemon as opposed to just tapping on the thing until we win. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I do like that, like putting some co-op stuff into Pokemon. That's cool. That's neat, yep. I don't um, care at all about cool... this. After watching, oh, really? after watching that, I'm like, you know what? I guess I'm done with Pokemon. I don't care about any of this. So, oh, okay. I'm going to play it. I play each of the Pokemon games. Yeah, the last one I cared about was Pokemon X, and I did play that, but I haven't played one since, and they did, haven't looked intriguing to me at all. Okay. I'm excited to plug it in and have a full-on Pokemon um, experience on the TV that is not Pokemon Let's Go. <laughs> yeah. No interest in that still. Sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, if you want to get really technical about all the new stuff and all the new Pokemon, you can look up that stream. Uh, there's a sheep Pokemon called Wooloo, which is fun to say. <laughs> there is, yeah, and a flower of some sort. Oh, also the doggos, the uh, legendaries. The legendaries, yeah. One of the, It's like a wolf with a sword in its mouth and then a wolf with a shield as part of its head. Seems like a bad place to have a shield. <laughs> It's part of your head, but okay. It makes sense, yeah. I guess. I saw a, I saw a pretty funny tweet. The comparison was a dog holding a stick. Yeah. Like a big, long stick. Yeah. And then a dog with a like a like one of those like cones of shame. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So that it doesn't like lick itself. <laughs> oh, my um, God. I think the, the, t- the, the one that stole the show was that bird one, that dog. Yeah, Corviknight. I think that one. That looks cool. I, yeah, I agree. And it's, I guess, I guess it's some kind of fast travel system in the game. Yeah, which I don't know why you need that because you usually get a Pokemon that knows fly. Yeah, when they were saying like this is like a flying blah blah blah, I'm like, oh, this is the one that like is just going to teach your teach fly do or whatever. It's like no, it's a fast travel. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't know why you need that, but I okay, sure. <clears throat> what do you think about uh? Like, they made a big deal of this, of course, because it's new to the thing. But camera control in the overworld. That's kind of good. It's kind of like, yeah, 
like yeah games have been doing this but then i'm thinking about it's like that's like kind of a big game changer for pokemon though (laughs) yeah so for sure i am totally good with pokemon catching up yeah i'm looking forward to it and it's been a while because like i said i skipped that last one so yeah looking forward to it um Wait, what the hell is this and, uh, news? Yeah, so Cuphead is soon going to be playable in Tesla vehicles. Teslas have those big screens uh-huh. in their like dashboard in the console. Yeah. And until now, they've had a whole bunch of like, like, I don't know, turbo graphics games, like some really small arcade games. But now Cuphead is coming to that. So if you plug in a USB controller, you can just play Cuphead on your Tesla. Uh, apparently it's only going to be the first island okay because there's like a limit to how much space the games can take up okay which is p- quite small so it's only a chunk of cuphead but i still thought it was weird that yeah cuphead is coming to this new and unique gaming platform <laughs> yeah hmm i could see me playing this like in a parking lot getting real upset about Dyna Bunch and then road raging on the way. <laughs> I guess, I guess the real, the real use case is you're at like one of the supercharged stations. You got to sit there for half an hour for your car to talk yeah. up. Might as well play some cup. Yeah. But I mean, you'll be lucky if you get past the tutorial. So maybe one day. Um, all right. This next news story I don't care about, but the internet seemed pretty into it. Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Edition was announced um, by THQ Nordic. You may know them as the company that did a yep. AMA on 8chan. That's how I know them. Yep. Um, I never played this game, but people seem like they really hold it dear and they're remastering it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any fondness for this game? No. They, ha- they are adding a horde mode, which I like the idea of a Spongebob game getting a horde mode. I think that's a funny sentence to say. I don't like the idea of a company that did an AMA on a place known for child pornography putting out a childlike game. I sure I agree with that. <laughs> uh, that and our last news story <clears throat> that was sent in is Barkley 2. Which uh, yeah. is the full name? Shut up and jam, Gaiden. Yes. Or did I make that up? No, I th- I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay. The follow up to like Michael Jordan in the Windy City. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. I wish John was here. Yeah. He. This is his thing because I couldn't care less. John thing. Okay. It was canceled after like so getting a lot that- of money. Right. Is kind of like also the story. Wasn't this on Kickstarter? Uh yeah, this that this tweet does mention a Kickstarter. Yeah, sorry guys, this is a John thing because I kind of don't care about this at all, and I don't know about this is, it. This is definitely a John thing. But so if you, I don't know, if you're following this thing, it's it's done. You can move on with your life. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Why you haven't heard of us? Why the game isn't dead yet? When was this published? June second. Uh oh my god, this is too much to read while doing the show. Hey, John just signed in and said it was Barkley Shut Up and Giant Gaiden One. Okay, so we did it. Jam Gaiden Two is uh is cancelled. Yep. <clears throat> Alright, uh that's gonna do it for news. 
Uh, we should do some predictions a bit because we've already been running long, but let's let's get some predictions down. Okay. Um, and John, if if you're still listening and you want to shoot us some predictions, we'll read them. Otherwise, they don't count, like we said. Um, all right. Do you have any sweeping predictions? What you think might get shown? Realistically, not just what you want. What could you see getting shown? I guess kind of the big stuff is like. We don't know a ton about what Microsoft's going to do, and they're obviously going to come out hard. I am the most excited for Microsoft this year than I've ever been. Sure. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm going to take a softball. They're going to show uh, the next Star Wars thing for EA. They're going to... Um, like Jedi Fallen Order, the respawn game? Yeah, they're going to show, like, a thing. Because that's already going to be at EA's showcase. That's actually the first game on Saturday. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, okay, I'm I'm letting I'm letting you know that. So that's, my prediction's that's the first right. Game EA is we did it, <laughs> but it could it could also show up at at the Xbox conference. That's that's true. I'm gonna write it down anyway. Okay, because your insider um, information has no hold on me. That's fine. I don't have any insider information. This is all public. Everybody knowledge. should tweet Sean for insider information. Say, by the way, I guess I should just say. I have no inside information, <laughs> and if I did, there's no way I would be telling about it on this show. Uh, John wrote some stuff. He says, Xbox, those three Gears games, okay, new Forza, Cyberpunk, Banjo 3, Star Wars Solo. I don't know what Star Wars Solo is. Unless he's talking about the Respawn game and he, and he got Maybe it. he means Han Solo. Like a different game? Yeah. Uh, Banjo 3 is interesting. There's been like some tidbits getting dropped. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Oh, he's just doing them all at once. Um, okay. Okay, so for I'm just going to start reading all John's before we lose it in the yep. chat. For Nintendo, Fire Emblem. Okay, I mean, of course they're going to talk about of Fire course. Emblem. Luigi's Mansion 3, they already said yes, they're going to talk about that. Metroid Prime Trilogy, maybe. I don't know about that mm-hmm. one. Who knows? Bayonetta 3, and a new Smash character. Okay. I think those are all likely. I'm going to um, piggyback on the Bayonetta 3 because I want it, and I think it might happen. Nintendo came out and they said they're going to talk about Luigi's Mansion 3, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and I can't remember what the third game was. It wasn't Animal Crossing. Oh, right. I want to see that Avengers thing. <clears throat> Avengers Project, yeah. So Square Enix is, uh, yeah, yeah. They straight up said tune in to E3, so that's definitely going to be getting shown. Yeah. The Avengers Project. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, we also know from Square Enix they're going to be showing uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm going to go one Do up on the Avengers we- and say releases this year. Oh, I think I think that's true. Yeah. yeah, there was even some leaks about what that game is. Oh, really? Um, yeah. What do you think we get a release date? on final fantasy 7 remake episode one. Ooh, yeah i do i th- i think this all right john is he's uh he he was talking about jedi fallen order and he says for the new smash character if it's first party it's a new fire emblem character i hope not <laughs> if it's third party it's banjo and then they start talking about the xbox connectivity which i'm assuming he means xbox live on switch which I'm curious if that's going to come up. Yeah, that, that, that might happen. Um, we know Nintendo is working on most likely several Switch uh, successors, kind of, like new version 2s. Um, 
but one of them got pushed back, right? The more powerful ones. So do you think they show the handheld only one? No, I don't. Yeah, I I want to say they do. Do you think we get a release date for Final Fantasy VII? What did you say, yes or no? Oh, I uh, you know what? Yeah, I, I bet they do. It's been so long, and they came out with that pre one. They got to be feeling a bit confident, right? Yeah, I would think so. How much of the game do you think is episode one? Uh, all of disc one, just Midgar. I hope just Midgar. <laughs> so how many episodes do you want? I don't know, but Midgar is a giant pl- part of that game, just in general. Well, when, why would you hope for less? Would you want more? Yeah, that's what I mean. I hope, like, the whole... Because if it's on, like, discs or something, because I'm sure they're still going to do that, it's probably not... I, like, I would want disc one to just be Midgar. And really flesh okay. it out. I have literally no idea. I also did not play enough of Final Fantasy VII to think of uh, great breakpoints. <clears throat> Um, okay, here's a wild one. I don't know where this would even show up. Uh, John says they already said it. Part one is all of disc one. I don't think uh, mm. they have already said that. That would have been news to me. I think John might be mistaken. Because mm. um, I keep seeing other people speculating on what part one could be. Um, and I feel like if this was public knowledge, they would have known. But maybe we're mistaken. Uh, okay, totally left field. Do we find out what Ken Levine has been working on? You think so? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. But remember when Irrational got just kind of stripped of like everyone but a small <laughs> yeah, amount yeah. and it's just Ken Levine and a small skeleton crew? I don't think we find that out either, honestly. <laughs> but that would be real interesting. It would be interesting. I'm not going to put it as a prediction. Uh, I'm gonna, how about uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch? Oh, all right. I think that's a pretty likely one. Okay. I think that's pretty likely. Um, oh, I think the other Nintendo game was Link's Awakening. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, what else is there? We know Cadence of High Rules coming June 20th. Yeah, I'm excited. And Mario Maker is 20... also June 20th? That was like 22nd or 8th or something. But I, yeah, that week, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, that's going to be a... F- Great end of the month for Nintendo fans. Yeah, because that's also Bloodstained as well. Is in there. Um, all right, Bloodstained. I don't think Bloodstained shows up anywhere. For E3? Yeah, probably not. Um, well, all right. Maybe. What do you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think. I personally don't think it's going to show up anywhere. Like on a conference is what I'm saying. Oh, on a conference? Yeah, probably not. Okay, we haven't talked about Bethesda's conference or Ubisoft's conference. Oh, man. I'm interested to see what Bethesda does after kind of whiffing it so hard. Yeah, do, they got to talk about Fallout 76, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to put that for myself for sure. Fallout. I mean, Todd Howard's probably going to come out and he's probably going to like, you know, Todd Howard it up and be like, Fallout 76, am I right? That bag, am I right, guys? Whew. That was not pretty. They have That's how I think it's going to go they down. They have to. They have to at least yeah. mention that they know somehow. So 
in that in that vein, they're probably going to talk about what's next for Fallout seventy six. Uh. Okay. Yeah. I I think I agree with you. Do you think? Do, first off, do you think they change it up? And how do you think they change it up? Whether it's free to play, whole new expansion comes. I I they've, I think it know, goes what, what, free what to play. That? Honestly. Free to play. I think yeah, so. Maybe I could see that. They do have Elder Scrolls Online, so they're not. Uh, or they are used to actually that that was one of my predictions is they're going to show the next elder scrolls online thing because that's the easy softball lob they do every year sure yep um is wolfenstein them yes so they got to show the the one with the twins some more of that right when does that come out i actually forgot all about it then i don't remember this year Young bud, the t- the co op one with the two daughters, July twenty sixth. So yeah, I think that'll get some talk. Okay. Hey, <clears throat> I say they have a uh, a trailer for that. It's it's a it's far enough off. Yep, I think I agree with you. I don't think they do Elder Scrolls six or Starfield. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put for myself, they show something about Starfield. I think they'll show something. Well, Starfield is further off than Elder Scrolls 6, so you think they'll do Starfield before 6? Over ESO 6? Hmm. I don't think they'll... Because, I mean, if they were going to show something from one of them, it would probably be 6, right? I would think so. I I don't think they're going to show anything from 6, though. So, yeah. I don't think they're going to show either. I feel like them mentioning it last year was literally just so that people would shut up. Actually, I'm going to put show something Elder Scrolls 6. Do you think they talk about blades at all? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they say, though. An event that's going to happen or something like that, I guess. I guess. And Do you think there's a new mobile game? No, I don't think there's a new mobile game. Okay, yeah, I don't think so either. I think they would they would focus on Blades for a while. I'll put new event for Blades. Um, obviously, Doom Eternal will be there. We've seen a lot of that. It's coming to Stadia, so they'll, they'll definitely have a bunch of Doom Eternal stuff. Yep. Uh, okay, let's talk about Ubisoft for a bit, and I think that'll wrap up our, some predictions. Yeah, okay. Splinter Cell. They'll obviously show Breakpoint. Splinter Cell. Let's go. Splinter Cell. They'll announce Splinter Cell. Do you think Splinter Cell shows up on the Xbox stage? Uh, sorry, I'm writing Splinter Cell. Let's go, boys. Right beside it for the <laughs> prediction. Um, because like Assassin's Creed has shown up on those other stages before, but they're not going to have that this year. But I get, I, then I guess I could say, because Watch Dogs is kind of taking that spot, so would Watch Dogs show up on, like, a Microsoft conference? I think Watch Dogs would. Mm, I'm trying to think of, like, the player bases. I think most people that, like, care about Splinter Cell are Xbox, then probably PC, then probably PlayStation, in that order. So, yeah, I could see it being Splinter Cell being announced on the Microsoft stage first. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, I could see that. I can't remember if Ubisoft comes before Microsoft at the moment, but... Just in terms of it, if it's all that insider information, <clears throat> TDP plus backer <laughs> reward. 
Um, a new Just Dance. They'll show that, of course. Okay, yep. Uh, I agree. I, yeah, I can't really think. I'm trying to think of more of their cutesy stuff. I don't think they do a new Mario and Rabbids yet. Yeah. I, I could see them maybe announcing that next year. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they do either. Uh, EA also came out randomly and said that uh, Need for Speed is coming out this year and won't be at E3, which sounds odd to me. You would think the racing game would be ready to go, at least to show some yeah, of it. That is odd. I guess John already mentioned this. Forza. You think they already talk about Forza Motorsport yeah. 8? Or do you think they save that for the launch next year? <clears throat> and take a year off of Forza? No, I think they do another Forza. So that would mean that they're launching their console if it's coming next year with a horizon. Hmm. Do you think horizons bigger than the actual series at this point? I don't. You don't. Okay. Even though I like it a lot more, I don't think I always hear people say that they like it a lot more and I agree, but it just seems weird to me that. Yeah. Because, like, people like FIFA and people like that are into that scene are really into that scene. I guess while we're talking about Xbox, in terms of the new console, uh-huh. how much do you think they talk about it? I think they show it. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. You don't I, think so? I'm thinking it's going to be like they did last time where they said, our next console is Project Scorpio. Okay. And they show, like, a silhouetted box as in like a 30 second trailer and it's like, and we will be talking about it next year. Okay. And then next year they talked about it and released it that year. I think it's going to be that again. So I'll put for you tease new console for me. I'll put show new console. Okay. All right. Obviously. Yeah. Ubisoft will have Breakpoint. Yeah. We said black. We said Splinter Cell. We said watchdogs. Uh, oh, do you think next division to like raid and stuff are announced? I think that would be too soon. Too soon. I bet they have a short thing of like, here's Our the roadmap. next uh, siege stuff coming. Ooh, siege stuff. Yep. I'm not even going to write and that. For That's Honor. obviously probably going to happen. Yeah, and they'll have like a, a trailer for the next For Honor character or whatever or season that's coming. Yeah, I don't think this is worth writing down. We know that's going to happen, so. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do a little bit on Nintendo. We didn't talk too much about Nintendo specifically. Yeah. What what Smash character are they putting in? Pick one. Pick one. The one that you really think. So could here's happen. the thing. I want to jump on <clears throat> John's train about Banjo Three. So you know what? I'm going to write okay. that for me as well. Banjo Three. For, so you think Banjo will be in there? And I think Banjo will be the new character. I think, and this kind of goes with. Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch, Sora. Yeah, okay. I could see that too, honestly. So, yep. Sora, new Smash character. And then, of course, they show the new Professor Layton and Ace Attorney game, and then I get extremely excited. But that only happens in the dream version of E3. I'm going to put it for you anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. if right. you're right, yeah, that'll be great. I'm, I'm, it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Honestly, the reason I like the E3 time is I like being surprised. Oh, here's something. Yep. Oh, for sure. Here's something I want to put down. Resident Evil 8. 
is shown RE3 make teased. So what where at the Xbox conference? Uh probably Sony, I would assume. That's there's no press conference. Oh right, yeah, that's right. I don't know. So it would have to be the Xbox one. Probably. It's not going to be the Nintendo yeah, one. Yeah, probably. That's yeah, no, not Nintendo for sure. Hmm. I do think they have to show Resident Evil in some sort. Especially after Resident Evil 2 remake did so well. Oh, for sure. Yep. I think 4 just came out on Switch. 4 0 and 1, yeah. Okay. Um all right, I'll just ask you, do you want to do questions? We're running super long. Um I'm okay with it if you are. You're the one that goes to bed early. I'm not tired, so. I think I would like to push them. Sure, we can push them. So, sorry guys, this there was so much news to get through. And next week there'll be even more news. And hopefully John will And be back. frankly, um, we probably won't get to questions next week either. Yeah, probably <laughs> so, not. So, they'll probably get pushed for yeah. two weeks. Um, I'm good with that. Uh, but okay, so with that, uh, what's your game of the week? Uh, probably The Witness. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give it to Void Bastards. Yeah. Uh, one little bit of housekeeping is some community members in our Discord channel uh, have started discussing the 500th episode of this podcast, um, which is a ways off. It's not until like early next year. Um but they started to take it upon themselves to 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 do something with it. I believe they're like collecting highlights from the entire run. Um, I just wanted to kind of say that like, hey, thumbs up to you guys. That sounds very cool. Yeah. You have our blessing. Um, and if we can help out, we probably will. But for right now, we, we want to stay hands off and just kind of see what you guys are taking with it. If this does sound interesting to you, though, I highly recommend uh, jump onto our Discord and kind of get in the conversation with that. Because I know the people who are doing it are asking for volunteers to help out with this. But if you have ideas and stuff, go chat with them. It, this is kind of like a whole community run thing. So we're, we're staying hands off. But we, we love the initiative and the idea. So if this is interesting to you. Uh, go check out our discord again you have until i think it's like until january is when the 500th episode actually does happen but maybe because we're starting or you guys are starting so far in advance something really cool could actually come out of this sure yeah just for like uh your own personal reference this is episode like 467 just if you're keeping track at home so yeah it's off a bit still right it is yep yep 467 um all right, and so yeah, that'll do it for this week. Again, we'll be next. We'll be here next week, running through all the stuff that was talked about in the press conferences, like we always do. Big That's it in the chat. Three show. I was trying. I saw the ch- discussions going on. I'm like, I have one highlight, and I can't remember what it was. It was John being involved with some game system or something, and then I, <laughs> yeah, first highlight comes to mind. John, tell me what the virtual box is or what virtual box is, because <laughs> somebody sent in a question about his involvement with virtual box or something. He was gone for like two weeks and then he came back and he's like, what are you talking about? And we lost our fucking minds. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying, E3 show next week. So um, start coming up with questions and we'll probably talk about it the following week. But yeah, that's pretty exciting. And we'll hopefully John will be back to discuss them with us. But anyways, for this week, that'll be it. Thanks to everyone for listening and we'll see you then. Bye.